The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, Marks and Spencers. Uh, meanwhile, are removing use-by dates from fresh milk. They want to stop millions of pints, they say, that are still safe to consume being poured away. Instead, they are encouraging customers to use the sniff test. Anna Burns is a microbiologist and nutritional scientist. Anna, is this sound business from uh, Marks & Spencer? Should we be doing this with more of our food? You know, Kieran, it's refreshing to hear an organisation as large as Marks & Spencer's actually expound a bit of common sense. It's like listening to myself in the kitchen for the past two decades with my kids who are now young adults. They are convinced I've been trying to poison them over decades because every time they say, is this okay? I say, yeah, what's the date? Two days ago, mom, there's nothing wrong with it. Unless there's a bubble on it where the gases are trying to escape, it hasn't gone off and your nose will tell you everything you need to know about milk. I mean, my nose tells me that there's too much plastic used in milk. I don't particularly like the smell of plastic, but the milk is fine. And when you have 490 million uh, pints of milk being thrown down the drains in Britain, I'm delighted that they're taking action on this because we're very precious when it comes to so-called bugs that we don't like in our life. You know, we're anti-bug to such an extent at this point, it's problematical. I don't have, you know, bleaches as household sprays or any such thing. Bugs are good for us within reason. Obviously, there are pathogens and we need, we know to be careful of things like chicken, pork. You don't play around with those dates. Mm. But when it comes to milk, your nose will tell you everything you need to know. And I, your eyes too, I guess. It's, you can see the milk in little bits and pieces floating around in your cup of tea, can't you? It's a bit late by then, Kieran, because you have. Ah, to it's not tea, really. You can so. sit. You can skim. I, I would actually be picking those out with a teaspoon, and I still go for it, Anna. And you know, it won't kill you single-handedly. It's not that long ago. I can remember my mother um, getting unpasteurized milk. Now you wouldn't knock across that too easily these days, but she would have made soured milk in the kitchen in a cupboard for three days. I remember you had to leave the milk alone for three days in this earthenware pot. I realise I sound 100 in saying this. It wasn't that long ago and it was picking up the yeast and the bacteria from the atmosphere. There aren't pathogens as many as we think hanging around lurking, waiting to kill us. In actual fact, these are on our hands, they're on our surfaces, they're already on our food and it's very normal and natural for us to consume this. The whole idea of sourdough uh, cultures, Kieran, these days, it's very trendy to want to eat sourdough bread. Mm. What are you eating? You're eating flour and water that has gone off by the standards of my kids. They would be horrified if they realised that a starter, starter culture that you make in your kitchen is flour, water and yeast from the air and bacteria from the air. The stuff that's in your hands, you're meant to handle it. Um, that's how you make a starter culture, yet we consider that very trendy, but it's actually gone off flour and water. So so what, what other foods could and should we be doing this with? You say be very strict when it comes to chicken and pork. Uh, uh, don't don't yes. take a risk there. What about cooked meats? No. You know when your cooked ham kind of gets that green uh, kind of uh, <laughs> shiny green, tinge on it. Okay, so green is different territory, Kieran. We've moved well out of the kind of best before and used by date. Okay. Now you're looking at something that even you shouldn't be feeding the dog. So that, that was a mistake um, is what you're telling me, Anna. Yes, yeah. I think I'd, I'd stray away from anything green and shiny as, as a rule. Um, what you're looking for is a reasonable take on the dates. I mean, a lot of us get confused. I know my kids would be very... Um, 
tough on me thinking that my goal is actually to single-handedly poison them. When they <laughs> see a use-by date, they say, but mom, it says use-by. Use-by is quality control. If you want it to be at its crunchiest, chewiest, freshest, brightest colour, whatever makes you happy, that's your use-by date. That's quality. So Marks and Spencers are very wise. They've removed the use-by dates off of something like 300 fruit and veg lines last year alone on the QT, under the radar. Um, And they now have codes that only staff can scan. So just by not marketing it as being test best on a particular date, they're selling more and less waste. Yeah, so it's interesting. What about bread? Would you go cutting the mould off bread? Well, you see, I would, but then I could end up doing time for that, according to my kids. So that's a matter of opinion. The number one food that is thrown out, apparently, is the potato. Number two is bread. And number three is milk. So this is what they're trying to address. You see, I, do you know what I do, Anna? I, I, I would quickly toast that bread before my wife realises that there's any mould on it. If she sees and it, see, sliced pan, gone. I'd be shoving it into the toaster, giving it to the kids. You see, I'd be one step ahead. I'd be picking off the little bits of blue and then toasting. You're much less likely to be hung if, if you do that. Um, within reason, I think, Kieran, is, is a great take on this because in the warm weather at the minute, bread is better off in the fridge. Let's be honest, we don't get this heat that regularly, but our bread is designed to only last at kind of room temperature. You need to refrigerate foods clearly if you have left the milk sitting i'm guilty of this on occasion in the car because you went into a meeting it went on for a lot longer or whatever you bought the milk at lunchtime then fair enough particularly with chicken apparently every hour in the car boot for instance is like a day in the fridge so you need to be cautious and do the very basics right you take the food home from a refrigerated area of the supermarket into your fridge and if you treat it with respect that the dates are nice and malleable. But when it comes to meat particularly, and even bags of prepared salad, funnily, they can harbour things like listeria. Mm. Um, so we do need to be conscious of that. The sniff test won't quite cut the mustard there. That's not worth okay. taking the risk. And there's one final point I would make, yeah. which is freeze, freeze food. For goodness sake, get into the habit of, if you've bought too much, let's say, chicken or bread, then freeze it at you know an appropriate date, which is before the use by date, and certainly before the best by date. If you um, freeze that, then it's going to be very safe when you take it out of the freezer and treat it. Sound advice, uh, Anna, uh, and I would expect no less. So thanks a million for joining us. I have no problem drinking milk after the best before date as I can use the sniff test, but I can't sniff the milk in the supermarket, somebody points out. Well, you won't need to. Uh, In the UK, certainly, Marks and Spencer's getting rid of it. I wonder, should they do likewise here? And should others follow suit? 87 1400 106, the number. Anna Burns, microbiologist and nutritional scientist. Anna, thank you very much uh, for joining us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.